You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 74. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! Crack a like in podcast world. Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 74. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I got one. Deal with it. Coming out with the fireworks. All yeah. oh, Craig and I can do is look at each other and say, Well, that's John. Nothing like fireworks <laughs> on a rainy day. <laughs> rainy several couple days here in Lake Charles. And today, uh, listeners of the Pod World, we're coming to you um, with I think the topic's going to be keep your head up or keeping your head up in life, something along those lines. Um, we have endured a lot over the last, I don't know, would say eight or nine months here, including two hurricanes, an ice storm, and now a flood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's still ongoing, you know. The hot, most uh, third highest rain in a 24-hour period is that what you said CC? yeah i think in the history of this city so a lot of more people have some difficulties um with rising water in our area um so keep all of those people in your prayers uh moving forward uh lake charles still has a lot of struggles going through but uh it's just you know the nature of living on the coast the nature of recovering after storms and removing hurricane debris and just rebuilding what needs to be rebuilt and moving forward Nature of life, bro. Just like our good old song, Just Living. Oh, oh just, living. just Living. Don't worry. We'll get into that. Matt will enlighten us. Uh, I know, man, I didn't take him long to throw that in there. Huh? He's like, listen to me. I'm going to be a reggae artist now. You might be able to do that. I Dude, I can vibe perfectly with my fly happenings. <laughs> oh, man. Just vibe. So, yeah, we're going to worry about a thing like that. Hey, dude, you heard in the car. I'd be hanging more of that vibe. So, <laughs> sorry for the prelude, but it is good to see we're all laughing today because we have we did endure a lot yesterday, and uh, who knows what's yet to come down the pipe here in the next few days. So we were going to bring in some of the happenings from yesterday with the flooding around here, and then in general talk about you know keeping your head up in life when you feel beat down. Uh, that some of us, maybe brighter days being ahead in life, you can analogize this to sports, life in general, job, those kind of things. We'll talk about attitude and why that's important. But before we hop in to the topic, we're going to take on the Would You Rather, which I'm taking on here. What? I got a great one. You want it? Nah, you, go ahead. You can have it. No, I see you're too excited. <laughs> well, this has been on deck for I like three weeks. I don't want to rain uh, on your parade. <laughs> do that all too the time as it is. <laughs> that's why I got this rain jacket no on. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Probably not going to phrase this right, but I'm going to try my best. Oh, God. You should have written it out beforehand. You know you screw those. Oh, he's got it written out. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Still probably not coming out right. Okay. Would you rather hike the scariest hike with the best views, but you may fall off on the hike, 
So you're risking amazing views, amazing hike. This is kind of inspired on my trip to Zion. Or would you rather scuba dive, snorkel in the best waters in the world, best happenings you would see in that sphere, but you might get taken down by a shark? Who goes first? That's up for you two to debate. Hmm. A couple. Let's get a little follow-up question here. <laughs> so, are we swimming in shark-infested waters? Are there forks? <laughs> are there forks in there? Is it shark-infested waters that there's a high likelihood we're going to encounter shark? And is this terrain we're navigating? Is there like, you know, is there a chain down the middle we can hold on to, like Zion, or is there? This is kind of like you're taking a chance, like you're walking a one-foot ledge and. Hey, you know. Basically, yes. There's sharks in the water and no chains. You could fall. But you're going on one or the other. So there's a little bit of like fear factor involved. But the reward could be pretty cool. But if not, the outcome could be pretty, be pretty bad. So basically, you're dumbing this down. You want to go on some amazing hike, get the adrenaline going, go see something really fly. Or do you want to see something really cool under the water where the shark might take you down? And this is not the little timid sharks that you t- we, you and i talked about like on one of these other <laughs> yeah, the little, the little drink, dark, the, little drink the bourbon <laughs> <laughs> this is the real sharks they're taking you down craig well you know i've done some pretty amazing scuba diving in my day <clears throat> snoobing and been around some barracudas which they look cra- a lot crazier than mm-hmm. uh, sharks so those are pretty scary to swim with so i've swam with those before and uh <clears throat> You know, I'm not sure a shark could take me down. I'd probably take some chunks out of it, get a snack while we're tussling. Um, but overall, um, I think one of the most exciting and fun things that I've done, um, I guess in a thrill-seeking manner, would be skydiving. So for me, I would probably take the hiking with the amazing views. And, you know, it wouldn't be a bad way to go out. You know, I'd get one little last skydive in. <laughs> you know, I might be able to just, you know, makeshift my clothes around to make Take one of those little squirrel suits real quick, and I'd probably just <laughs> land smooth in a pond. Yeah, you, I'm pretty resourceful. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Did <laughs> you hike so fast? I think you would probably fall. Well, that's what I, I could, but uh, that wouldn't be a bad way to go. CC, what you think, man? Yeah, I actually gave it some thought when you mentioned them, and. uh you know, I love to snorkel. Um, never scuba dive, but I'm avid snorkeler. I ran into barracuda, and I appreciate the water a lot. Um, Barracudas but are crazy looking. They're crazy man. looking. They leave their mouth kind of open, and you can see their teeth. Pretty intimidating. Um, but man, I just love the. I love to hike. I love mountains, and I feel like the result of me falling is probably going to be because I messed up. So at least I have the control of That's my. That's right. I like that. You know, I like, I'm nimble footed. I think enough to probably do okay. Whereas in the ocean, the shark, I can't control him. You know, he's going to do what he's going to do. I have no control, but at least I can increase the odds of not falling by using my own, you know, agility, hopefully. Um, plus, you know, I would just be beautiful. And if you fall, it'll probably be instant, you know, hopefully. If you pass away, as opposed to a shark just gnaws on you for a while and you watch one leg go, another leg go, that would be horrible. So while you're choking on water. <laughs> so I'm going to go with the hike, man. Well, you know, also, Cece would probably have some Craig cream in his little swim pouch, and he would whip it out and put it on the shark, you know, which you shouldn't yes. be using that with excessive water. So it'd get too hot, and then, bam, the shark would be it off. It would be a repellent. Oh, dude. He would probably escape, anyway. <laughs> what about you, Matt? I was thinking you had the Craig cream for the fall if you survived it. Well, we're just going out if we take the big fall. It fixes, I'm thinking like a you could break fall. 20 bones. Craig cream still takes care of it, man. 
that's exactly right. <laughs> you see Craig and just build that build that Craig cream up. So neither one said that you were gonna die necessarily out of this. So I think that yes. I'm going I, out. If I can't I, I, find a pond or something to land on soft, that's it. Well, I'm thinking I would definitely rather hike just because I like the hike more. I mean, some people are big fans of the water. Um, I would take the hike because I feel like what Craig said, I'd be in a little more control. I don't have a lot of control over that shark um, happening. So the return isn't super great there. But, hey, maybe the shark just doesn't do anything. And then I'm like, man, it just disappeared out of sight. and It was a piece of cake. Maybe the hike has a only short variance of where you could fall off. We don't know that either. But I would take the hike. And if I fell, I would hope that I would find a way to survive the fall well i've seen you on on hiking trips before and you know you're no ballerina so that i think dude, i it killed it it's could be well <laughs> i don't know you might have been like on the the hikes with you know if you've ever been bowling and you got the bumpers in the the, you uh, know, the side of the, the lane it might have been, been one of those <laughs> kind of things i don't really know it's okay though we're still here in one piece um okay why don't we chat a little bit about which one of y'all want to enlighten the listeners on what happened yesterday a little bit who wants to run with it (laughs) well it was pretty crazy you know um like we talked about earlier on that uh, lake charles had the third highest rainfall in a 24-hour period uh in history of our city so a lot of our area still has a lot of drainage issues following the hurricane with hurricane debris mud all that kind of stuff um, all of the, the debris and construction material still isn't picked up yet so it's causes some problems for drainage and a lot of areas around town were hit really hard you know at my office it was uh it floods in our area generally pretty quickly but it, it stays on the boulevard and doesn't usually come out of the uh the borders of the street so it was pretty wild um you know the water came all the way up to the flower beds in the front of my office um you know we were completely surrounded on a little bitty tiny island of dryness so it was uh it was a crazy thing um you know something else that goes on when people get into flood water they, they tend to drive even crazier it seems so um going forward in the future if you got to drive in high water it's greatly appreciated if you just take it low and slow don't push too many waves because uh, we had some waves slapping up against the um you know our flower beds in the front they had waves that were getting rolled into our neighbor across the street into their house so um you know if you do have to get out and about just be cautious, drive slow, and, and think about what you're doing and the ramifications of, you know, pushing all that water around. It uh, can cause some problems for others. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. I didn't, I, was, I did procedures yesterday, so I went to the surgery center at 6.30 in the morning, didn't finish till 2, and I heard thunder and rain, and people were talking about it flooding. I was, I was kind of oblivious to what was happening. Uh, we lost power a few times. Generator kicked on three or four times. I was like, wow, it's pretty bad weather out there. And sure enough. Craig just kept shooting them up. I know. Kept shooting them up. But, uh, <laughs> man, when you finally get out and look at it, it was crazy. If you ever watch those news stations after the major floods and they have the helicopter showing the towns where all you see is roofs and water. I mean, that's what it looked like in this city. Not necessarily buried houses, but almost every surface was covered in water to varying amounts of depth. And it was crazy. And I think for so many people, we were coming off these two hurricanes people still repairing houses, roofs, construction, you know, which really was a lot of roof damage and brain damage. And now you have flooding. So now it's coming in from the bottom and that's also chasing the ice storm, which messed up stuff. So I mean, this is a fatigued city that's got the beat down. And like Steve alluded to earlier, 
third highest rainfall in the history of Lake Charles. So, you know, it's a good topic today. I look forward to, I mean, it definitely uh, hits the spot. Keeping your head up above the waves. Keep it above the water. Treading the water. Um, yeah, we originally were going to shoot the pod on happiness, which that'll probably come out the following week after this. We'll see. It's on the list somewhere. And then this happened, and we were talking about it a little bit last night. As usual, I was trying to give John an updated forewarning on so he could prepare. And we wound up going up with this because it's kind of going on, and I was thinking myself, I'm like, my goodness, we've talked about hurricanes, ice storm. We have had some other great topics along these lines, not exactly the same, but fighting the fatigue in life, I believe, was one of the previous episodes, along with every storm runs out of rain. Um, So for the people who are not from our area listening, which we've got a lot, and we appreciate that, We've had a lot going on down here, and you do. It does come to beg the question, man. Why us? Why is this happening in our uh, little sphere? And in my personal opinion, that's that's just part of the bigger plan. Something we can't understand, but it does allow for um, perseverance. Um, and so I thought keeping your head up would be pretty good. Myself personally, almost lost my truck yesterday. Yeah, I saw that video, man. It was pretty wild. I mean, I drive a four by four Ford truck, so it's a it's a higher wheelbase or whatever you want to call it. I'm not into those uh, automotive terms, but uh, some of the girls uh, in the office were like, "Hey, Matt, your truck's about to um, flood Float away," and I was like, <laughs> uh, "What?" I didn't believe it. I thought it was some type of joke. I looked outside, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And I thought to myself, "You know, I'm prepared. I got my cool pants on." <laughs> cool, like K O K U H L K U H L. Out, outdoor pants. They're, pants they're cool cool pants normally when i know it's gonna rain if i don't pants, if baby. i don't have to be in like some get up attire for i don't know deposition court mediation something i'm like look let's just rock like i'm rocking today some cool pants little did i know i'd be trying to traverse uh water above my knees to get to my truck but thankfully was able to pull it out um and was trapped in the office till about five six o'clock it was pretty crazy wow yeah even uh on the way over here um from my office on the entrance ramp onto the interstate there were cars just lining the entrance ramp that are just dead uh there was one of them that was parked smack in the middle of the entrance ramp where i was going like what the heck? what in the heck like you got to dodge it and go over on the shoulder even just to get out and get around so it's it was pretty wild i haven't seen this much um this many cars floated or this many cars stalled around i think ever you know we talked about a flood uh that happened a couple months back whenever i gave that young man a ride but uh even whenever that happened I, there weren't didn't seem nearly amount of uh vehicles that had problems so it's uh it's an interesting time in lake charles it is. It begs the, the old question of, like I said, why us and why is this happening? And I think the, a good place to start, too. So we wanted to analogize the flooding problem we now have to life and keeping your head up. What do you all thought think about uh, the instances in life where you might be having, I don't know, a rough patch in life? Um, could be job, family, uh, health, things like that. Having the ability or the mental mindset that comes into play to keep your head up, literally what the topic is. What y'all think about that? You know, I don't know if I mentioned this on a previous podcast, so remind me if I did, about the, the little mouse experiment. Did I talk about that? I had seen this. Which mouse? It's not ringing a huge bell. So this is a mouse who encountered some water, and it was a lab experiment, and it was a beaker of water. They put a little mouse in it, and they wanted to see how long it would swim before it gave up and 
and drown. And I think it, we've heard this, John. It was oh, no. literally so like, no like I want to say within 15 minutes or so or less, it, it just gives up and drowns. So wait, let's take it back again because John and I were... So the, imagine the, this. The mouse is in some water? mouse is in like a big beaker of water. Okay. It can't get out. It just can tread water. And they wanted to see how long it would swim. So it swims, swims, and then eventually it, it drowns. They did it again, but right at closer to that 15-point mark, they took the mouse out, put it out on a little board, and gave it some food, and that was it. And then um, they repeated that again. They put it back in the water another time. And what was interesting was that mouse, the second time, swam for like a week or something. It's some crazy, like multiple days. Wow. And it's because it had the hope that it was going to get rescued again. Like it happened before. Like, okay, I'm going to swim. And at some point, they're going to take me out, put me on the board, I'm going to eat some food. The first mouse didn't have that hope, didn't know it was going to happen. And so they were just showing that in, in trying times. Um, you know, if you're hopeless and you give up, sometimes the difference between being rescued is right there. And so, like, people get stranded at sea, right. they give up. But if you have hope and faith that it's going to be better, there's a higher likelihood that you're going to get through the storm, so to speak. And I, th- I thought that was interesting because a lot of people have different levels of, of faith and hope based on what's happened to them in their life. And, you know, I think about, like, my friend who's got a child with cancer. This is a three- to four-year process. This is going to St. Jude's every month, getting spinal taps every month, getting chemo every month. And it's like, you know, some people have one storm. Some people, it's like, you get one, it's like, God oh, it sucked. It happens again, you're like, man, this is a beatdown. You get a third, and you're like, God, what did I do wrong? You know, I need to change something. And it's like, at what point, what makes you resilient through, say, two, three, four storms uh, versus having a child where basically you're living that storm every day of your life for four years. You know, you look mm-hmm. at things in perspective sometimes, it kind of helps you appreciate or accept where you're at because it could be a lot worse, you know, but at the same time, it's everybody has their own journey and different levels of stress, you know. So, so it's just, that's kind of some reflections I had on that. Yeah, that uh, second mouse was probably like, bring in those sharks already. I'm yeah. tired of swimming. <laughs> I need a snack. But, you know, I think it's important. Uh, you know, everybody has ups and downs. Everybody has uh, trials and, um, you know, turbulent times that happen. Certainly our area is going through a bunch. And I think it's important for people to acknowledge, you know, we're going through some crappy times right now. Uh, and I think once you acknowledge it, accept it, and then you try to look for ways to improve and get out of that situation. So, you know, you see... Or sometimes you'll encounter people that, you know, they feel like or you feel like maybe they never encounter a bad day. There's never anything going on. <clears throat> but I think it's important uh, as people to acknowledge, you know, everything doesn't always go right. There's always something that goes wrong. And uh, you just look for ways around it, ways to improve, ways to overcome whenever those trials uh, occur. Yeah, you know, CC, I think that was a good point about perspective. And John, you kind of hit on a little bit. You can look around and see. You might look at somebody and be like, "Man, they've coasted through life. This is really not that bad for them." Where I, whereas I've had X, Y, Z happen to me. I'm just of the believer we all have a different cross to bear in life, and crosses to bear. Um, this is just kind of our time, and it's kind of cool. We talked about free will in one of our previous episodes. We do have the free will. We could all choose not to live where we live. Uh, it is kind of a byproduct, but also no matter where you live, natural disasters, things are going to happen because you can't control Mother Nature and God and, and uh, part of His plan. But I do think the perspective is key not to necessarily look at someone's life in comparison to you and man, they have, might have it so much better, but you can also look and somebody probably has it a lot worse out there. I know you can say that and think about that a lot, but to really feel that I think can go a long way. Um and, and I also think another thing is not to panic because 
it's like our good old song just living says still alive living day by day and i think that that's something if you want to go to a perspective of just knowing hey you're still alive and i saw someone i think maybe on social media or somebody at the office was talking about um i think it was actually the girl at the office whose car she was trying to come back flooded out and she was like well uh not much i can do about this it happened and you just got to pick up the pieces and move on. I think that's another good way of looking at things. What are your thoughts on like, you know, whenever people are facing hard times, you look at our community, you look at how resilient it was and as many pictures are there as there are with the destruction, there's pictures of people helping them clean mm-hmm. it up, fix it up. And so it's like you go through this pain and suffering, but at the end of it, you come out stronger. You, you've learned like, like the mouse, right? Mm-hmm. You were kind of rescued by friends and family in the sense where, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm not alone. I've got faith. I've got hope that people will be there for me. And you come out a stronger version of yourself. Cause like you said, man, if you just coast through life, yeah. you don't know what pain and suffering is, but if you take those licks, man, it just makes you a stronger person. It reinforces relationships. It reinforces friendships. And, um, you know, I don't know if this is a direct result or not, but if you look at the local sports community, I don't know the exact statistic, but, I want to say in our town in the last year, we've had 11 state championships yeah, I saw something like that. across all sports, multiple schools. I mean, for one town to have 11 state championships, I mean, that's, you know, what does that speak to our kids? I mean, if you've been through so much hard times, it's like, hey, this game's nothing compared to the fact that we lost everything. So let's just live life and, and know it's, it's not guaranteed. But who knows? I mean, I just, you see the bright side as well. Yeah, again, I think that's perspective. Uh, and another thing that I, I'm seeing, um, y'all are probably feeling this with the hurricane season starting to build up here again. Uh, I think we've just entered it or about to. Uh, people have a fear of it happening again, just as much as when I got to the office today. People have a fear of just if it, if it rains outside because the water is really high, and I think it is supposed to rain some tonight and tomorrow too. So uh, it's not a great sign for a lot of places. So I think that the cool thing though you can live in the fear we haven't we had a previous podcast on fear we're tying a lot here together you can live in the fear or you can look at it and try like kind of craig saying pull on some of the past experiences to pull yourself out hey i've been there done something like this again it doesn't necessarily have to be in the sense of a natural disaster problem we got going on here it could be anything in life and when you go through some of the battles some of the wars proverbial wars, so to speak in life i think it enables you to use those past experiences uh, whenever the, the going gets tough, so to speak. No, I agree. And I think it's important to look for other people in your community, whether that be your family, uh, your friends, uh, church community, um, other different organizations that you can lean on for help during troubled times. <clears throat> and also, you know, for us, you know, we can look for opportuni- opportunities to help those people who have been going through tough times and be that little hope a little bit of inspiration a little bit of pick me up and it may be something of just delivering a meal or going to help somebody squeegee out their um, office or backyard so i think all of those things are opportunity to uh, help each other in the community you know as a whole when you think about it the opposite of fear is courage and so if we use our podcast as an analogy who's driving your car so we're in a car let's say our car is a big truck like matt's and you come upon this massive river over the road and there's this fear like okay i have to get through this river and one of two things are going to happen i'm either going to make it out the other end or my car is going to stall that's like the worst case and best case and so how many times in our life do we face those rivers like you're facing it head on and you can u-turn you can stop or you can go forward knowing that i'm either going to make it or you might fail you might stall 
But, it, you know, there'll be a, you get your cars won't get fixed. There'll be another river to cross one day. And you look at each people, everyone that's gone through these different tragedies. It sucked, rebuilt the house, fixed everything up. It happens again. But you know what? You fix it again. And there's always, you know, a brighter day at the end of it. So I look at it sort of like that facing your fears, keeping your head above water, and just going into the river wide open and just taking those chances. I like it, CC. Take the chances, man. Yeah, you know, this it's definitely an opportunity for people who have had these hardships to wallow in their destruction and their their hardships. But I think it's important that just to focus on the positive things that you have in your life and then, you know, focus on the route out to how you're going to get yourself, mm-hmm. you know, into a recovered uh, house or new car or whatever the situation is. Just don't wallow in uh, the despair or the um, discomfort uh, and just look for a positive way to get yourself out of it and just ride the waves man yeah you just gotta truck. ride the waves, waves like, on the uh, boulevard they had people tubing down ryan street i, don't oh, know if I saw, saw, I saw some that. Of that man i saw some of that and i and I also i want to give a little shout out it just entered my head to our good old buddy marty who's running botsky's force marty uh <laughs> it was quite some i was stuck it sounds like you were stuck too john trapped yeah. in where we were uh at our offices and you know, I called down to the shop just to tell you a little background about Lake Charles. I called down to Botsky's yesterday at like 1145. My road was already impassable where I work. And I was like, hey, just trying to tell Marty I wasn't thinking it was going to get as bad as it did. Hey, watch the payroll. You know, keep the cost down. He's like, man, the restaurant's about half full right now. I was like, what? Actually, Alex answered. And I'm like, the restaurant's half full. How is that possible? Just shows you about Lake Charles. I think there were some videos at like KD's or somewhere. There's like a foot of water in there. <laughs> Yeah, People are I saw just that. Like that was nuts. chilling. They're eating. Well, I'm I like, think good that, Lord. I think that was you know some of the things that we've been talking about, especially you know the video of KDs. They had people who were continuing to eat and finish their meals and doing those types of things and they were literally a you know six eight ten twelve inches of water that was just sloshing around in there. That was pretty amazing. I'm like. I bet that wouldn't have happened um, a year ago. People would have been running for the doors yeah, and getting out there. And now That's a people, good point. people are like, you know what? This is what we've been dealt with today. I'm going to go ahead and en- enjoy this wonderful BLT they created for me with an egg on it. And then I'm going to go home. <laughs> for those of you not from Lake Charles, seriously, there's a restaurant called Katie's and people are dining, eating. And as the water comes in, hey, their water's over their ankles, sitting at their tables. They're just enjoying dining their meal. And hey, when, this, when we're done eating, we'll go deal with this. <laughs> There's nothing much you can do. And, you know, another uh, perspective in this that I thought was pretty cool, um, the church I go to, which got to see our buddy Cece at the other day on Saturday, um, took in a fair amount of water um, from what uh, an email sent by Monsignor said. And I thought it was pretty cool at the end, you know, another again, problem we're enduring and he said we will get through this or we will get through it something like that and again i think that kind of comes back to perspective to mindset um uh, kind of like cc saying in, in the car if your car didn't make it well you can most likely hopefully insurance is okay get a new vehicle and and look at the positive and it it also while you're in a new vehicle you're probably a new self to some degree some type of change went through within you because you've weathered the storm you've treaded the water so to speak and, you know, it's like this is a, a beautiful journey of life. And you think about every time there's a winter, there's going to be a spring and a summer. And so life turns. And, you know, maybe your storm isn't a storm figuratively, but I've known people who've lost a parent and then within a month lost a sibling yeah. and then within a month lost a parent or an uncle. And it's just like, I mean, that's their sort of multi-storm trial of life. And it's I can imagine how devastating that is. And 
but there's always a bright light and, and life goes on and, and new beautiful memories will happen one day, but sometimes it's hard to see that when you're kind of stuck in the middle of it, you know? Yeah, I just finished reading a book uh, called Imagine Heaven, and uh, hmm. it's on near-death experiences and uh, stories that people come with, come up with um, or their experiences during that time. And, you know, it's it's a beautiful book, um, and it's, it's all about, you know, people who uh, are going through really severe tragedies at the time. And all of these stories are just so unbelievably beautiful about the loving embrace that they feel from uh, a higher power that they feel like they have an encounter with. Uh, some of the people uh, feel like they're getting a second chance, uh, that they may not have been living in a way that they uh, should have been. Uh, so it's just, it's it's an amazing book that just shows that, you know, even through those life-threatening, severe tra- tragedies, something very unique and interesting and beautiful can come of it. That's awesome. Sounds like a great book, man. Yeah, for yeah man. Yeah, it for is. sure. John, great book. Uh, something I'll need to add to the list there. And I've alluded to this several times before we shut this thing down. Is this wonderful song. And give some credit to Cannon for it, to introducing it to us on the Cannonball. <laughs> called Just Living by Cincy Trails. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. But I did force John to sit in my truck because I was eating food before we came in Craig's uh, office here to record, <laughs> to listen to about a minute and a half of it. And then I had Craig... Listen to about 30 seconds it's of good it when stuff. we got in here. Positive meshes, baby. It really is. If you listen to the words, it's got some fly happenings to it. From the words, the beat, it's good. A little upbeat song. Uh, I had someone tell me the other day, it would great song to start out the day with. Maybe be bopping mm. over to work. Um, and I'm going to read a line out of it. It says, we're not here for a long time, so we make the most of every day of this life. Sometimes the world be getting me down, but I know... <laughs> So fly. But I know I'll be all right with my friends and family around. And I think that that was, is really, really fitting for what you got. Sometimes the world be getting me down. And <laughs> Did you write that in or is that really the lyric? <laughs> I'm telling you. Okay. Man, that was uh, just like awesome. And I think that's kind of what's going on for us with our good old uh, situation here uh, with the flood and can be happening in people's lives throughout all over the world and, and most likely will, like Craig said, at some point along the way. And I think it's pretty proverbial for like, Again, keep your head up. You're going to be all right. And it says, because you got your friends and family around, and I think we've talked about support system, things like that. So while y'all are laughing at this song, some pretty true deep wording there. 100%, man. I thought it was awesome. In Can't fact, to listen to it and have a Rita with Craig. Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, I told Matt, you listen to the beat. It sounds like something you'd be drinking a Craig Rita in the backyard, looking at some water. Um, hanging out. Sounds and, like a good idea to me. Hey, we need to play the music. We need to recreate the whole scenario. And it's absolutely. And I think a lot of people, if you think about it, you know, this world's imperfect and it fails and it dies. And so, whenever we just put our hope in the world and all the stuff and things we have, it, it it's always going to let us down. But friends, family, love, memories—that's really what that's what we can take with us when we die, and and that's what gets us through all these difficult times. So. I think these opportunities, whenever we hit these tragedies, is just to remind ourselves of the beauty of those relationships. And it doesn't matter how stormy or how flooded this, the city is or the, your, your, your life in general. And that's what's going to be the bright, shining sun at the end of the, at the rainbow. That's why hey I Amen, brother CC. No doubt, man. Beautifully said, Greg. Uh, I'm glad you can see the great significance of that song, too. Getting <laughs> <laughs> home. All right, guys, before we uh, wrap this baby up, we're going to go to the good old weekly segment of what made you hit the gas, what made you pump the brakes, and our good old boy Johnny's going to take it in this week. What you got, buddy? Well, yesterday, you know, keeping with the 
part of the theme of the podcast, uh, flood-related issues. I had to hit the gas yesterday afternoon. So I went in at uh, 11 o'clock just to do a phone consultation. I didn't plan on staying there. Um, I was going to go do a phone consultation, come back in the afternoon. And I ended up getting trapped in my office because the water got so high I couldn't get out. Um, so we just sat there and watched it rain, watched it rain, and the water kept rising, kept rising. And, uh, you know, this, this office has been there for 40-something years. It's never flooded. Um, so I really wasn't concerned until the water started getting, you know, really close to the building. Next thing you know, we were surrounded. Um, so, you know, we have some expensive equipment, x-ray equipment, other things like that. So I called my uh, x-ray guy and said, hey, man, um, we're probably about to flood here in the next 10 minutes. Uh, can I just rip all this stuff off the wall and put it on something? Um, so I felt like it was my almost my hot dog code red moment. Oh, uh, um, the code red, man. And I really appreciate uh, Josh answering the phone, giving me a little guidance on what to do not to break my equipment. So we were able to hit the gas, try to protect some of the things that uh, were most valuable in the office. Um, but fortunately for us, um, it quit raining shortly after that, and the, the water subsided. So wow. it was an interesting afternoon. So that was me hitting the brakes at the office and trying to protect some of the things that yeah, at that point, you know, I just figured, okay, we're flooding. Let's it's mitigate, man. Mitigate the damage. Yeah. yeah. Close call, man. Cool. Man, very close call. I'm glad y'all made it out. And, and truly, we all, all are blessed here. Um, and in concluding, we do want to give our thoughts and prayers out to all those who have been affected here with the flooding and, and all over the world with uh, whatever crosses uh, our listeners are bearing. And we'll leave you with a little Isaiah 41.10 action here. And it says, Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Um, so we leave you with a little message of hope, positivity. Uh, we're thankful for Craig and his amazing story with the mouse today. Craig, I just love when you bring those out, buddy. I know. Always such a beautiful story. Quit, keep treading water, baby. Keep treading water. You <laughs> be will be mouse. saved. Be the mouse. Be the mouse. And look, if you get a chance, subscribe, rate, review the podcast. We would much appreciate it. And until next time, we'll catch you all later. Aye. Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing. Sun is shining. Nothing more I You feel like this your best life Won't you sing with me